Export Advisors, a podcast about international sales with your host, Matthew Garfine. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Export Advisors podcast. You can find us at export-advisors.com. My name is Matthew Garfine, and today I'm going to explain in the simplest terms possible how the international supply chain works. How does your product get from point A to point Z, and who pays for what along the way? We'll talk about INCO terms and the role of an international freight forwarder. But let's start by talking about freight forwarders. An international freight forwarder is a company that organizes the logistics to transport goods from the seller to the buyer. Freight forwarders are experts at managing logistics, but they do not actually move the goods themselves. Rather, they contract carriers, which use a variety of shipping modes, including trucks, railroads, ships, and airplanes. International buyers contract the services of freight forwarders to coordinate the most cost-effective way to transport goods. Forwarders are experts at preparing and processing customs documentation and arranging international shipments. The forwarder also provides temporary warehousing to consolidate goods from multiple sellers for export to the buyer. If you are selling goods that will ship from one country to another, it's highly likely that they will pass through an international freight forwarder somewhere along the way. Now let's talk about INCO terms. The word is a shortened version of international commercial terms. INCO terms are a series of mostly three-letter trade designations that are universally accepted by governments and legal authorities worldwide. INCO terms designate the tasks, costs, and risks associated with the international transportation and delivery of goods. INCO terms are stipulated in export price sheets and commercial contracts so that both the seller and buyer are clear about which party is responsible for shipping costs at every stage of the logistics process. To put it more simply, it's not enough to state what is the export cost of your products. You also need to state where is the export cost of your products. Up until what point does your company pay for shipping? At what point does your customer take delivery of the products and become responsible for shipping? To illustrate this concept, think about the logistics chain that exists between your company's warehouse and your international customer's warehouse. Let's follow an order from the beginning of this chain until the end. First, the goods will ship out of your company's warehouse, most likely by ground freight. The goods will be transported by truck to your customer's designated international freight forwarder. At that point, the goods will be unloaded from the truck and placed temporarily in the freight forwarder's warehouse until your customer is ready to export them. At that time, the freight forwarder will arrange for the goods to be delivered to a vessel for international shipment, which is most likely a ship or an airplane, but it could also be a truck or a train. Once the goods arrive at the vessel, they are unloaded, then loaded onto the vessel, and then shipped to the international port that your customer designates. Arriving at port, the goods are unloaded from the international shipping vessel, and your customer's local freight agent takes possession. The local freight agent then delivers the goods to your customer's warehouse after your customer has completed all required import documentation and applicable duties. That's an oversimplified way of tracking an international shipment, but it serves to illustrate the question, who pays for the freight and handling at each stage of this logistics chain? If products are lost or damaged somewhere along the way, who is responsible? That is precisely what INCO terms are for. Many INCO terms exist, but we will focus on the most common ones used in the international trade of consumer goods. One of the most frequently used INCO terms is X-Works. This is sometimes also called X-Factory or X-Warehouse. X-Works means that the seller makes the goods available at their premises, usually their warehouse. 
and it is the buyer's responsibility to pick up the goods from that location. From the moment the buyer takes delivery of the goods, they are the buyer's entire responsibility. In practice, X works terms mean minimum obligation for the seller and maximum obligation for the buyer. Another common incoterm is FCA, which means free carrier. Under this term, the seller delivers the goods at a named place, which is usually the buyer's freight forwarder. FCA freight forwarder means that the seller is responsible for the goods until their chosen transport arrives at the buyer's freight forwarder, and at that point, the seller's responsibility ends. The buyer, via his freight forwarder, is responsible for unloading the goods from the seller's transport and is responsible for all steps in the logistics chain from that point forward. A less common variant is FCA seller's premises, which means that the seller is responsible for loading the goods from his warehouse onto the buyer's transport, at which point ownership and responsibility for the goods passes to the buyer for the rest of the logistics chain. A commonly used and commonly misunderstood incoterm is FOB, which means free on board. Under FOB terms, the seller is responsible for the shipment until the goods are loaded on board the vessel for export. Once aboard the international shipping vessel, the buyer becomes responsible for the goods. In reality, very few commercial transactions are FOB anymore, but many sales professionals and buyers still use the term FOB when they really mean FCA. Another common term is CIF, which means cost, insurance, and freight. CIF means that the seller is responsible for the goods until they arrive at the destination port in the buyer's country. The seller pays the costs of the international shipment and must insure the goods for 110% of their value. CIF terms place more burden on the seller, who must factor the international shipping and insurance costs into his pricing structure. As I mentioned, there are dozens more incoterms, but I have focused only on the four most commonly used. If you would like to dig deeper into this topic, there is a wealth of detailed information available on the internet. Two other terms you should know that are related to international sales and logistics are FCL and LCL. FCL means full container load, and LCL means less than container load. Some manufacturers require buyers to purchase products in FCL quantities only, meaning the buyer must purchase a large enough quantity of the product to fill a shipping container. On the other hand, LCL means the seller is willing to sell smaller quantities of goods, and in this case, the buyer will usually consolidate those goods at his freight forwarder, together with LCL quantities of goods from other vendors, in order to fill a shipping container. Since the cost of shipping a container from point A to point B is the same, whether the container is full or not, it's always in the buyer's best interest to ship containers as full as possible. LCL gives the buyer ultimate flexibility in determining which products to purchase at a given time in order to fill a shipping container. If you have enjoyed this content, please subscribe and leave us a positive comment on the podcast service that you use. We welcome your comments at export-advisors.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.